911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and I hope that yesterday was an absolutely incredible Valentine's Day for you. I hope more than anything that you were able to spend time with the person that you love, honor, and cherish the most in your life. And if you're like me and you weren't able to for the entire day, I hope that you were still able to reflect on all of the things that you do love and care about and cherish the most about the person that is most meaningful to you in your life. And if as you listen to this, you just so happen to be Valentine-less yesterday, I hope that you're able to reflect on the people that you are able to hold love with, that you are able to share love with. My dad is a perfect example of this, having lost my mom almost six years ago. I was able to really sit down with him and to talk about some memories that we had. We were talking about my, my brother had called my dad and told him that he went to Walmart and they had one of one of those those logs that you can buy in the store with the paper that's all wrapped on it. And this particular one was KFC flavored. <laughs> how disgusting does that sound? And my dad started talking about how he wishes that they had them that were spaghetti scented. And at first I laughed and I'm asking him, like, why on earth would you want like the smell of burnt spaghetti coming out of your fireplace? And he was like, well, don't you remember what it smelled like when mom would make spaghetti? And instantly, this rush of visceral emotion, feelings, and and really just bringing me back into the moment came to me because for such a long time, I haven't remembered what that what that was like. And together, him and I just shared the love that, that we both shared for my mom. And I was talking to him about, it wasn't just the scent of what she was cooking, but I remember the instant. It, it seems like every time she would cook spaghetti, my mom is Italian, right? Her maiden name was Capone. I would walk into the front door and it would just feel so warm and inviting whenever my mom was at the stove, not just cooking spaghetti, but spaghetti in particular. For, for some reason, that just stuck out in the mind of my dad and I as we were talking about my mom on Valentine's Day and just sharing the love that we had for her. So a a holiday like that, many people believe is just a hallmark holiday, but it can be whatever you want it to be. And for it to be a reflective experience like that, one that was very healthy and progressive. And I'm saying that because if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that my dad has suffered incredible, incredible depression after the passing of my mom. So having a happy and healthy conversation like that with him that wasn't necessarily about the loves of our, well, not the love of my life, but the love of his life, I was still able to share in that and and to enjoy that. And I hope that if ever you find yourself in the midst of a holiday where you see all around you things that you don't have, if we just change the context a little bit, sometimes we realize that we actually do. And that's kind of a long-winded way of me opening up this episode And today I thought that we could talk a little bit about the importance of switching off from work. And I know that might sound incredibly complicated and even impossible for you as you listen to this. Maybe you're a police, fire, military, armed service. Maybe you've been stuck at home now for well over a year, having to switch your entire life around because of all that is the pandemic. And I get it. But I think it's important for us to realize when it is in our day that we're not fully tuning out from work even though we're supposed to be. 
So whether that means for you, you're closing up the laptop if you work at home, whether that means for you, you're you're arriving at home and you're finally opening up that door to see your family. It is so important for us to be able to develop good habits when it comes to what we're doing with ourselves mentally. Physically, sure, you might not be in the presence of your work environment, but what's going on mentally? And little habits like checking our cell phones, seeing if we have work emails, things like that. I understand it makes us feel like we're being productive employees. And the truth is that people who are able to do things like access their their work emails or take calls when they're not at work anymore, they might be more productive when it comes to kind of catching up and getting ahead on work. But studies are showing more and more that people who do these types of things live a much more stressed out life. Clint and I have a date night once a week. And this is a great example. He received two consecutive work calls from two separate people. And mind you, the mentality when somebody is off work is this might be something important. I just have to answer the phone. And I gave him permission, right? We we have this silent understanding when we're on date night of what the relationship is with our phones and things like that. And he he looked at me and he said, I don't need to talk to them. I'm, I'm on a date with my wife. These are very small habits that actually start to build up and they make such a big difference and an impact on the people that you're around. Imagine how heartfelt it was for me to have him say, you know what, Ashley, I'm putting you ahead of my work calls. Whereas there are so many times where other people, and I'll use my dad again as an example, my dad would, honestly, he would rather die than not answer that phone. If that meant he had to jump off a bridge to find that phone at the bottom of a I mean, I don't know, the the boat or something that he was jumping towards, he would answer that phone no matter what. There is no way you can get that man to say that his phone isn't more important. And he, he might argue that it is, but his actions speak much more differently. And another thing that I've read, more recent research is showing that when we do something like, imagine you first walk in the door, right? You gather all your stuff out of the car, Maybe you go through the garage and you go into the door and you're finally in your safe space. Chances are you get to greet the person that you love and you care about the most. And usually you'll hug them, maybe kiss them. Maybe you'll see your kids running up to you, your parents, whoever it is that you're able to see. And usually you'll you'll hug them quickly. You'll give them a quick kiss. And I get it. I've done that for almost 13 years now. But studies are showing that if we stand at our center point of gravity. So that means that we stand straight up where we're most comfortable, planted our feet on the ground. And instead of us kind of leaning in in to give our partner a hug, if we stand at that center point of gravity and we allow them to do the same thing, not only are they having to come a little bit closer to us, but it's actually proven that this technique of not only standing in that way, but also hugging them for a full 20 seconds will automatically release a great deal of the stress hormones that you've been carrying with you from that drive from work to home. And these studies go on to say that instead of us just simply quickly kissing our spouse, that we actually hold that kiss and we hold it for a total of six seconds because that release of those stress hormones is exemplified by doing those two things at the same time. And think about that for a second, right? It, it isn't it isn't necessarily an easy task to, to sit there and to, to hold that kiss at the front door for a total of six seconds. But the reason why this is so important is because it tells our bodies, it tells our chemistry, it tells our minds that we're safe. Because typically, if you were around somebody 
that you didn't feel comfortable with, you didn't feel safe with, you're probably not going to linger in their sphere of influence that closely for that long. And this doesn't mean that if you don't do this technique, you don't feel any more or less caring towards your spouse, but it doesn't necessarily tell our bodies that. So if we're making this cognitive intention, if we're doing this on purpose, and we're deciding to do those two simple things by just spending a little bit more time on that initial hug and kiss at the front door, it tells our bodies a different thing. It's time to relax now. You're safe. I've got you. And I think we're so busy in our lives that we forget about doing these small things. Think back to the beginning of your relationship if you are in a relationship. Think about how willing you were to linger on that kiss to hold them just a little bit longer and think about how comfortable things have gotten and maybe you've gotten too comfortable. Maybe for you, you don't do these things at all when you get home. I would encourage you to try to do a little bit of an an experiment with yourself. Explore a little bit. Test this out for yourself. Reach out to me on Facebook if you do try this. I would love to hear what your your experience is. You can reach me at Ashley Walton on Facebook. And if you haven't already, please join our, join our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group. And know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. And may this be the best week yet.